I didn't see you come in there, I'm Stephen. And I'm the Richard Beast, and this is a podcast this... of two best friends who plan weddings together. It's called Check, Please. <laughs> our, um, our services are available, uh, and we're looking for prospective customers. Yeah, I've, I've, there's a lot of chatter on the boards about how people love the dream weddings, like where it's on a beach. And like there's all like uh, different bunting and stuff, and like there's a nice little like uh, a drum circle, mm-hmm. and uh, just the guests Re- just have a real chill out, hang, cool time. Yeah, recently I've been experimenting with psychotropics and uh, and stimula devices to plan actual dream red- weddings. Uh, oh, like weddings that and take I, place I, I in think, dreams. I think I've almost synced up the dreams of a set of hamsters that i am testing out my methods on and they're i think they're ready to be married is that uh, now i understand that the main issue is in uh getting the legal documentation sorted out that is the difficulty if the marriage happened in a dream did it really happen Mm. sometimes sometimes a dream wedding isn't what you want right Mm. Well, yeah, because like here's the difficulty with that. Because is of the legal difficulties. <laughs> the legal difficulties, because when a judge, when you go to a judge and say, listen, myself and my partner, we can't necessarily afford the wedding, which for one thing is hurting the economy. And for another thing, like, but we've had this dream together that we were married. And yeah. then the judge is like, well, if I start making that legal... Right. Then, like, the, anything the judge that happens leans in down dream... on his bench and he, he puts his elbows up and he puts his hand in his uh, his head in his hands and he kind of tilts his head. He says, Tell me about the wedding. <laughs> yeah, the judge is interested about hearing about the wedding, of course. And, because... and if, if it sounds too good to be true, then probably it wasn't true. <sighs> yeah, you have to be very careful when you're having a dream wedding because, like, if Spider Man starts showing up. <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> he, he got a. He wasn't on the invite list. He no, he crashed. But he the is wedding. in a nice, fanciful tuxedo. Mm. With this ring, Ivy Web. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then, next thing you know, Spider-Man's stolen your partner, right yeah. up from under you. That's the difficulty with dream weddings. Yeah, and also sometimes your partner could, at the last minute, turn out to be a giant spider, and then you're married to a giant spider. That's also a difficulty. Sometimes, like, a spider crawls into the dream cocoon that you and all of your guests have been placed in for the dream wedding. The technology's just not there yet. I've tried putting up dream catchers as sort of, like, impromptu bug catchers. Mm. To stop the spiders that are dreaming from getting into the dream. Well, it worked, but then I realized that it was very disrespectful and a misuse of uh, dream catchers. So I've stopped doing that, and I'm back to square one. Even though it How was it... effective, it was effective, but it was also cultural appropriation. Mm. And I, I realized that, and I felt shame. Um, so, ha- how have your? That's that's what I've been up to. Uh, how is your wedding planning going? I'm like more of a traditional wedding planner. Um, yeah, we really butt heads over it. <laughs> yeah, I what I usually do is um, I take two people that I think would be a fun couple, <laughs> and uh, I just sort of like uh, legally uh, um, kind of get them to sign documentation uh, that right. through 
my methods that say that they would be okay with me. Uh, like I, I'll like say um, if one of them is, for example, looking to rent a house, um, <laughs> I'll like pose as someone who's like selling a cool house and get them to come to the house, and then they sign the documentation. Oops, right. sorry. And that's why we- that's why weddings are so expensive because the wedding planner has to go out and purchase a house to use in mm. their elaborate ruse. Yeah, it's it is very expensive, but um, like I kind of like in the documentation, I I certainly word it so that like, you know, I say that like house is like love, so like you know when I when I'm talking yeah, about love, you're gonna I'm be talk- living together. Mm. You need to live somewhere. Mm. Uh, and, and you know, and and a lot of the sort of framework is is similar between getting married and and renting a house, right. so. Uh, what I, yeah, what I do is I, I find two people who I think would be fun as a couple, and I uh, like trick them. I, I mean, I, I don't like to say tricking, but it's like you know, it's, it's not. It's not even that much of a trick, really. I mean, I don't it's a know treat, how really. If I don't anything. know. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've lost track of how many times I've accidentally married my landlords. Yeah, because it is tricky. The the kind of documentation, the wording, it could go either way. Um and 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 a judge. You, you get one wily lawyer up in there reinterpreting your contract. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're married to the house, um, <laughs> which is how they uh, get you because then you can't leave it um, really unless you catch someone apartment. else living in your house in New York. Um. Right. So. <laughs> so your traditionalist method. Now is a good time to take some water, right? I'm just so I'm, oh, I'm gonna get some water. So I can just, actually use some water. Are mm. you getting up to go get the water? No, I've got the water oh, in a okay, glass okay. right here. All I'm right, so do I. Well, it's in a mug. Let's go. Let's drink together. To the podcast. Uh, cheers! I already was drinking. Oh. Sorry, I'm almost out. I just have a little sip. Ah, that's that podcast. Oh, is that juice. good audio? It's very good audio. <laughs> Ah, so yeah, what we do, um, I, I, I sort of get them both to sign the documents, and then um, really that's me kind of out of the picture, and, and I kind of like <laughs> right. look in because uh, they're also like they are also renting this house together. Yeah, you give them the keys to the apartment, you say rent's due on the first, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're out of the picture. Yeah, but I mean. I'm out of the picture in some sense, but also I do have like picture frames with the eyes cut out. And I like crawl in the wall space <laughs> and then like look through just to see well, how they're getting on. That's when you know you have a really good wedding planner. They they're prepared to take it all the way through after the wedding just to make sure everything's just, just go the extra mile, make sure everything's perfect. Yeah, because I don't want like you know it's sometimes it's tricky with like divorce and stuff like that and like right. a second wedding. I mean, it's good for my business, but it's not good for the happiness of the couple, so... Right, and you want the couple to stay happy mm. and leave a five-star Yelp review. Yeah. Yeah, um. Either eat both on the <laughs> on the wedding side of it and on the house renting side of it. Right, yeah. They're because both very competitive markets. Yeah, and I need people to like think that I'm good at renting houses and stuff, so that then when I come in and say I'm going to rent... The house of the two right. people. That's like that's like the ruse. Mm. That that front needs to be very believable. Yeah. So I need. Do you ever rent a house use. just for the hell of it? Or like not not to marry not people? to marry someone. No, no. Um, 
I guess it would be a bit. It'd be a bit inefficient, wouldn't it? You might as well marry someone if you're also selling a house. Yeah, it's like how I also wouldn't marry someone without renting them a house at the same time. <laughs> right, that's also inefficient. It's it's kind of to me. It's like it's kind of my art form is is the combination of the two. I have done it previously, where I've rented a house to somebody uh, who like. It was kind of because like, I was trying to set them up with somebody and the the other person wouldn't. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, you might as well have this house, yeah. I guess. I gave them, like, a bit of a, a, a cheaper rate. Um, and uh, there was another situation where I gave someone, um, like, well, I gave a couple a, a wedding kind of gratis um, because the house... Uh, had uh, like uh, been uh, I, I actually didn't have legal ownership of the house at that time that was a mistake <laughs> that I made um well you know it is sometimes people want like they just want to get married so quickly and you don't have time to turn around and find a, a house so you get an Airbnb and you tell them it's theirs yeah yeah and again after that you're out of the picture I uh, yeah it, it was it, it wasn't really the best kind of uh, ethic ethical practice um but like i said I'm, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf now and um right. you know so it's just just a little something for the uh, prospective uh like wedding planners out there uh, who listen to the podcast it right, is profitable to do it because you don't need to buy the house if you but it's it's not worth it really it's yeah, not worth it's, it it's it's not a good long-term plan mm. And that's the thing most wedding planners don't do, is plan for the long term. I like to stay intimately involved with the with the couples that I marry together. Mm. I also perform the ceremonies. Uh, don't tell them I don't actually have a priest's license Ooh. of any sort of denomination. But in the dream, in the dream world. In the dream, it, yeah, right. Like sometimes I hear that you're sometimes not even a priest, right? You'll you'll be like no. A, sometimes I'm Spider Man, sort of like Spider Man, or like a volcano god, or the concept of yeah. fear. <laughs> Did you say the concept of fear or the concept of theater? Because I've done both. Yeah, the concept of the band Feeder. <laughs> oh yeah, I've done all three. <laughs> And they were all smash successes. Now, one thing uh, for prospective wedding planners, as we've mentioned, a good tip is to try to combine as many activities and business deals into the arrangement. I mean, there's already so much paperwork there. You might as well slip in a few extra sheets. And what I like to do when I have a very large wedding uh, party come in and they all get into the dream cocoons, Sometimes I just keep them in there for a while and harvest their body heat. And, and they're happy. They're in a convincing simulation. Um, it's very, very legally distinct from the Matrix, mm-hmm. but not that distinct, practically speaking. Yeah. And there, that is a vital like difference between what is practical and what is legal in terms <laughs> of uh, differences between things. Right. And you need to be sure to walk that line very carefully. Mm. Uh, sometimes, like for example, sometimes I will dress up as uh, a, a rhino as part of my scheme, <laughs> and I have to be careful not to get into either like the Spider-Man territory with the villain, the rhino, or mm. Ace Ventura Two when nature calls territory. 
Right. Because um. <laughs> uh, both of those are copyrighted properties. Yeah. And you could get taken down by a, a DMCA. Yeah, in the same way Strike. that using people as a battery in the Matrix is something that the Matrix owns and the Warner Brothers <laughs> uh, has the rights to do that. Yeah, uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. They're going to catch on, do you think, if this episode goes out? Um. Well, I mean, this is really... Here's the thing, is that this is for insiders. This is kind of a, a oh, Wedding yeah, Planners sure. Insiders podcast. <laughs> Only Wedding Planners are listening to this. Hmm. And I think yeah. that like there's a code, there's a certain code... Uh, right. We would never betray another wedding planner. In fact, no. we, we're we're duty bound to lend aid if another wedding planner is in need. I've I've had to ditch my own weddings and just leave people trapped in the dream cocoons for unsafe periods uh, amount of time to go and help you by uh, being the back two legs of the rhino costume. Yeah, uh, and listeners, of course, uh, wedding planners can get in touch with us if they have anything that they would like us to address on the podcast. Uh, email us at checkpleasepod at gmail.com. Uh, and we have a couple of uh, listener emails uh, for sort of queries, wedding-based queries here. Uh, I can get one up. Um, this one is from uh, Evan in... Uh, Finland, uh, he says that he's been having some trouble with um, trying to make like a a, a Santa themed wedding. Um, do you think uh, we could help him on the podcast? Ooh, Santa! Yeah, so not Christmas themed, Santa, <laughs> Santa Claus themed wedding. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say put it distinct from Christmas, like Santa's other right. work. Well, I guess there's some good songs to put on the playlist right off the bat. Um, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. And yeah. just, just all the different covers of that that exist out there. That could probably just be the whole playlist, actually. Yeah, that's true. And you could maybe bring in like a band that uh, that just does covers of that song in different styles. That could be fun, right? So that's the music covered. But also, all right, here, yeah, the music should be that, but... Maybe do it like have like a giant kind of inflatable sleeping Santa Claus in the background and like have like snoring effects coming from that. And the idea is that the wedding has to happen very quietly so as not to wake Santa Claus because Ooh, he needs that, his yeah. sleep. Uh, he's, he sleeps all year. He hibernates until the big day, December, December 25th. It's around there. Yeah. I'm a wedding planner, not a Christmas party planner. Yeah. Although that could be an interesting side business. Oh. Let's let's back burner that. Okay. Okay, so you've got a you've got a band, a live band playing covers of uh, covers of different covers of <laughs> right. <laughs> different different musical styles, but they're playing very quietly cuz they they also can't wake Santa. Yeah. And we've got a very large inflatable Santa making loud like earth-shaking snoring noises and sort of hovering is like a casting a pall over the proceedings um no one no one no one better wake santa he's a large mystical being of great power yeah the whole thing could be on like one of those um platforms that shakes like an earthquake while whenever santa snores yeah <laughs> Oh, maybe it's on uh, on like a uh, some sort of uh, pier, some sort of floating pier, 
Ooh. Uh, out on the water. Like an ice float kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like an ice float. We put the entire wedding party on an ice float. Mm-hmm. It's just passing through part of the Arctic. And then all the ships leave. We don't want any ships floating around in the background ruining any of the photos. Yeah. It, it ruined the ambiance. F- You're right. Yeah. So stranded out on an ice floe. Yeah. Got a, a, a very large Santa construct that is slowly shaking the ice floe apart. Yeah. No life jackets because that goes against like the, the kind of colors that we're planning. Yeah, yeah it, it would clash. If anyone yeah. tries to bring a life jacket or like an inflatable floaty or anything, we're going to have to turn them away. Or we're going to have to put them on a separate ice floe. That's none of our business. There will be little um, inflatable baths, ducks around because of like for the elves making the toys. That'll be so there'll be some of those, but that's as far as I think you should go with it. Yeah, maybe if maybe if the bride, uh, bride and groom, the the two marrying parties. Hmm. What's the, what's the, non-gender specific term for that? Um, the the Kingsman, the golden the golden circle. <laughs> if the esteemed members of the golden circle uh, really want like some other inflatables, there maybe they could convince us, but they'd have to not be uh, able to support weight underwater. Like maybe some of those inflatable Frosty the Snowmans that play music and wave, but the electronic components cause them to become a hazard if they're submerged. And also, they shouldn't be switched on because, um, like, well, as they're inflating, oh, they right. play they the might song, wake Santa. and they would wake Santa, <laughs> so it would be inadvisable. Right. Uh, okay, that's good. So we've got entertainment, the fun game. I don't think we need too many games at this at this way. It kind of is a game in itself. The whole thing, yeah. Um, uh. We're going to have a dress code. Yeah. No life jackets. No, no life jackets. Should we have mandatory layering? Like, no winter clothing, of course, because that's ugly. But like, if you want however many suit jackets you want to wear to stay warm in the Arctic, that's like fine. Wool, woolen, woolen <laughs> clothing. Right. Right. But if, if I see like one fluffy down jacket. I'm not sure. I might fly off the handle. <laughs> you don't want to do that because I might wake Santa. <laughs> right. And that would sink the whole thing, literally. Yeah, so... So, yeah. And I, I can't have another another wedding massacre on my resume. Yeah, I, I, I still keep saying you shouldn't count dream massacres as, like... Because Stephen does do that, and he puts it on the website, and he puts it on his business cards. They've the yet to wake of, from the coma. <laughs> the number of, of dream massacres that Stephen has witnessed weddings turn into. Hmm. Uh, I don't think that you should do that. I don't think you should put that on there. I don't think yeah, it's, it's, it's like, all in the interest of disclosure. I just want to be. I'm a. I'm a professional. I'm upfront about my past failings, and I promise that it's not very likely to happen again. Um, well, it certainly it certainly sounds like it shouldn't happen if everyone does what they're told at the wedding. 
that this should be fine and it sounds like yeah. a good wedding we're the wedding planners we have planned this out down to the letter yeah. uh, we have scripts for everyone to follow and, yeah and and, can... uh, and and many of the uh, many of the wedding party members are, are secret plants working for us Ooh. so watch what you say yeah <laughs> don't get to don't break wedding party line <laughs> yeah like if if uh, you're having difficulty getting up the numbers at a wedding as well. That is a service that we provide. Uh, is right, we like, can bring in extras. Yeah, and they'll just pretend to be like uh, distant relatives right. um, of somebody. Yeah, you just need to turn over some significant portion of your personal information. Yeah, so we'll, we'll us... sort out what they need to, what they should reasonably have known in advance. Yeah, and like and you then, know, stuff like blood type and and DNA swabs right. and stuff, and we'll kind of like <laughs> yeah, find and, relative matches to that and put and them in. Very and very rarely to these contractors that we bring in to pad out the wedding party. Very rarely do they use this information to steal your identity and your wedding partner. Only it happens. You it might ha- be supplanted. Yeah. Stephen is uh, is all about disclosure, and it does happen. From time to time, right. But it's your wedding, isn't it? And, and it's your <laughs> special day. And is there a price on um, on having that good feeling of looking out and seeing so many strangers out there? <laughs> what really matters is that you take those strangers and you become friends with them after the wedding, and then you all look back on the crowded and impressive wedding photos. And you laugh. It actually probably you're would You're living help. a good life. Yeah, it probably would help to become friends with uh, the uh, guests at the wedding. I think these stranger acted guests because that would usually it tends to kind of uh, dissuade them from stealing identities if mm-hmm. they personally have like a connection to you. Yeah, another risk, and I have to be upfront about this, is that if you're using my dream cocoon dream wedding web ser- uh, wedding service occasionally some of the guests that have been brought in from the outside are inception mind thieves and there's not really anything i can do about that because even if i know they incept me and get put on the list yeah that's the difficulty with They're just this a kind scourge on society and there's <laughs> you really got to accept it yeah, it's like when you're walking, when you're clicking around on the internet, um, you're gonna find a few banner ads and stuff like that, and there's nothing you can do. Um, even with your ad blocker and stuff, there's gonna be some that sneak through. And Stephen does have a subscription to um, uh, McAfee, but it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> doesn't no something slipped through the net. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, did we did we properly answer the the question about the Santa themed wedding? I think so. I think we I think covered everything. We gave a lot of advice there. Yeah. Um, you could oh the the wedding box could be like a gift wrapped one. Um, so is there any other so, emails? Uh, uh, yeah, I have a, a question here from the Yahoo uh, Answers service. Uh-huh. I don't know where to look to find the name of the question asker. Okay. Uh, it might be Candlebrom 
Or maybe that's just the first answer. Anyways, the question in Family and Relationships Wedding, their question is, where can I get ghost chairs for our wedding reception? Like the ghosts of chairs or chairs for ghosts or... They're, they're not exactly clear, but I think they'd be one and the same. Well, ghost I'd... chairs aren't exactly clear because um, they have a... You're right. They're a bit opaque. Uh, <laughs> ghost chairs for your wedding reception. That is an important... If you have, if many of your family members have died recently or mm. long ago in a terrible fashion. Uh, I, I don't you do know. need ghost chairs because they get tired standing around all day. Yeah, that's true. Ghosts can walk through walls and stuff, but they don't always have a place to sit. And all right, if they try to sit on a normal chair, they're they're actually. If you just have normal chairs, they're gonna be polite. They're gonna sit down during the service. But what you have to know is they can't interact with the normal chair. They're actually like doing the uh, the the air sit squat sort of exercise the entire time. And yeah. these are old ghosts that you've invited to your wedding. You're you're really not doing them any favors. They're gonna like grin painfully and and act like they're happy, but you have to be nicer to the ghosts in your wedding party. Yeah, we use um, when when I um, do uh, a, a wedding, I get like a mass spectrometer device uh, <laughs> to like help with the the scatter for the photos to make sure the ghosts. You know, because you want you want as many uh, people uh, as is the whole point of the fake guests thing. You want as many people in seats, many butts in seats as possible. Right. And uh, you know, by showing ghosts and stuff, right? Um, and having the ghosts of your dead relatives in your wedding photos is very in these days. It is, and it's something that I think is probably even going to become more and more in style because more and more people are dying, and like they'll be like, "Well, I want to get in on a wedding now," right? Because more and something... more people are always dying. Uh, yeah, and it's something that maybe like at first it was like you know a bit novel to have like a ghost uh, in the thing, but now it's expected, I think, because as more people die, people who grew up with having ghosts in the photos. Mm-hmm. Um, they then want to be like, well, now I'm a ghost. I'm gonna be in the photo for the wedding, and like it, it's something that uh, people uh, it's maybe not always a consideration among the living, but when you when you die, uh, you will realize that it is something that maybe you know, as in, isn't always catered for by every mm-hmm. uh, uh, wedding couple. Right. You know, early on when it was. It was very novel and kind of unheard of to have a ghost at your wedding. They would be fine if you didn't have a ghost chair. But now that everyone knows that you've got to have ghosts at your wedding. Mm. Yeah. If you don't have the ghost chairs, they're just going to turn around and just float back out of the Arctic Circle. Yeah. And they might start flinging things around and that could wake Santa. Right. (laughs) That could be... Ooh, if they possessed Santa and went on some sort of rampage, you don't want to even think about that. No. Mm -mm. You need the ghost chairs. Yeah, and and you can get a ghost chair in a number of ways. We we can get you a ghost chair. Yeah, it is a service that we provide. There's a budget of about, um, I would say, add on an extra, like, for, for every living guest that you want a chair for... I'd say add on an extra 
two or three chairs on that mm-hmm. on top of that and we'll right. either burn those chairs to create kind of an effigy right first then... first we'll, mm. we'll 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 form strong emotional attachments to these chairs yeah which is difficult and, and that is emotional labor and it does cost more <laughs> right we do charge we you'll notice that about half of the bill is for emotional labor of various sorts and we I want to be upfront about that. I don't want to sucker punch you on the bill with it, but it's 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 an expenditure, and I think it's worth <laughs> it because we do have deep emotions that we're capable of sort of reaching with any kind of object or concept. <laughs> yeah, and so we we form a deep emotional bond with these chairs, then we murder them in a violent fashion. Um, it's maybe maybe it's not really murder, but. It feels, it feels like it, like is, it to us. because we have so much of a strong connection to the chairs right. by that point. Every time you ask us to prepare ghost chairs on short notice when we can't find some that we already have laying around, they're very hard to find, um, seeing as they're incorporeal. Uh, you're basically asking us to do murder, which yeah. you'll notice is under a separate section and we bill heavily for, but we will kill in the name of your wedding. Yeah, you want it's you know it's one of the taglines that I was using for a bit is a wedding to die for. <laughs> right. Well, uh, having having the corpses of your enemies at your wedding was very in for a while. You know, it felt very Game of Thrones. Mm, yeah, Game of Thrones was very popular, and that was costing a lot. That's actually why the ex- the extras charge has gone up. The charge on having like strangers at your wedding is because right. for a while we were just killing a lot of these extras. Yeah, um, like, they show know, up at ghosts at your second wedding and yeah. run, run amok. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that's fair enough. If you're gonna just it, because it's in Game yeah. of Thrones to like, you know, do all the things that they do in Game of Thrones, like um, have a tree that's got faces on it. Um, <laughs> that again requires a lot of murder. Usually, yeah, but we're not artists. We can't sculpt a convincing face. Yeah. Not from memory. I have to have the physical face in front, and and that and not a lot of people are willing to pose for that alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, have we? Are we missing anything? Um, Covered all our bases with the ghost chairs. Uh, I think that's. I think that's most of it. Just that you know, just make sure that when you when you get in a ghost chair, uh, that you you know you don't cheap out. You want something that's actually physically in the spectral plane. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, you'll notice it because it'll be difficult to sort of uh, to grab hold of it, but it will still be possible. Yeah, um, there is an alternative option where we can find some down-on-their-luck ghosts that maybe don't have much self-respect and pay for them to kind of curl up into like a, a footstool-sized ball that another ghost could sit on top of. Yeah. Uh, but you maybe you don't want that in your photos, yeah. unless that's the kind of wedding you're throwing. Which and and we might, offer. yeah, you might want to cheap out and say like, well, we'll just have the first few rows of actual chairs, and then behind that we'll have like ghosts on top of other ghosts and stuff. Yeah, it would uh, look a bit out of place though, unless perhaps all of the furniture at your wedding was uh, was actually a role being played by some sort of actor. Yeah. It, I, I, I don't recommend doing that. I think it, I mean, it is a bit more expensive, but it's worth 
you know, shelling out for the full furniture experience, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and so, I think that's about all that we have. I think we've helped a lot of wedding planners here today. Yeah. That's, that's about all that we have time for today. Um, so is that, is it the, the, is it your turn to ask the question or is it my turn to ask the question? We both did it at the same time last week and I mm. didn't listen back. So I don't know whose turn it should actually be, but how about we, this would be episode 89, right? Yes. How about we say I'm all of the odd numbers and you're all of the even numbers and we just settle this? Okay, yeah, that sounds okay. good. Okay, so uh, do you want to end the episode? Um, yes, and I also want to just quickly, uh, I don't know why I said yes and because that seems like an improv <laughs> thing and it seems like that's not right. really what we do That's here. out of our realm of experience. Mm. That's I don't what know... the actors we hire to play guests at your wedding are Yeah. For. Um, uh, uh, upcoming uh, is going to be. Uh, I am going to be uh, moving um, next weekend, so I don't know about recording for them, but I do have uh, um, something that I recorded with Austin Shin, uh, which is a conversation that we had about um, audio drama and stuff. And I don't know if that's going to go up or it could be something else. I don't know what's going to go up. <laughs> I but, guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see. And, uh, so you're you're moving at the end of this month. Uh, yeah. Who's the lucky person? Um, well, uh, I'm moving with my partner, and um, but we're not we're not entering into any <laughs> <laughs> any kind of arrangement in that sense. Uh, uh, will Will you ever let the Check Please podcast die? I will never allow the Check Please podcast. I will never. Oh wait, I will never allow the Check Please podcast to come to harm. Or death.